Welcome to another episode of How to Sell Your Coaching with your host, the Coach's Coach, Wayne Sutton. We invite you to listen, enjoy, and implement these proven methods in your business today. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Coach's Corner. I'm Wayne Sutton here at howtosellcoaching.com and excited today because we're bringing something that in the next 15, 20 minutes, I know can help change your business because it's all about people finding you. We know this. We talk about client attraction. If people, you can be the best coach in the world, but if people can't find you, people don't know about you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what skill sets you have. If people cannot find you, people can't say, hey, I want to do business with you. And so I'm very excited to have my friend on from SEO Leverage, and he's going to talk about just that, how to get found, what SEO, first of all, what is SEO? I know it's search engine optimization, and it's such a mm-hmm. fancy little word, but what do, what do coaches, consultants, independent business owners, what do they need to know? And I'm just going to turn the floor over to you. I want to say thank you for jumping on board with us at the Coach's Corner, though. Thank you very much. Yeah, hey, uh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Wayne. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, we're working for quite a few people in the coaching uh, space, so it's definitely something i'm particularly interested in because I, I i do have a business coach myself a mentor that helps me grow over time and uh, that helps me focus on the right things to put it that way mm, we all know we could probably do 200 things but there's probably <laughs> only three or four things we can really uh, we should really be focusing on or do more of those so this is where i see a lot of connection between seo and uh, coaching in general because what we really do with our method is that we help people keep the momentum going when it comes to search. So, so mm-hmm. first of all, as you already said, SEO is search engine optimization. What we really need to understand is that the position you come up in Google has a value, meaning yeah, your potential clients are searching on Google. It's number one. Potential clients are going to rather click on the result at the top then at the bottom of page one, leave alone page two to page 10, which is essentially the best place to hide a dead body because nobody's ever looking there. <laughs> um, so if, if the positioning in Google has a value for me, I need to see what can I do in order to move up in the rankings. Okay, mm-hmm. This is yeah. a very important concept to understand, first one. The second concept I want everybody to understand is that Google, be it the money greedy giant uh, we have uh, have in mind when we talk about Google, they still want to make users happy. And why do they want to make users happy? Because they know that a happy user is going to come back. It's a normal business rule, right? A happy client is going to refer me. A happy user is going to use my product again tomorrow. So Google knows that user happiness is in the center of whatever they do. Right? You can argue whatever you want and they probably have all our data and they know everything about our neighbor and, and whatever. Don't arguing with that. But Google wants to make us happy. And in order to want to make us happy, they need to present an, our the best possible search result for our current situation and our su- current search query. So when I open up Google search, I'm in a very special moment. And I need to address this because it sets apart from what search marketing from... Uh, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Instagram, LinkedIn ads, etc., where many people try to get leads because when people come to search, 
they are in a very specific moment, right? I'm right. not doing too many Google searches when I'm in line at Starbucks. I do a Google search because I know I'm going to have 30 seconds or two minutes in order to check something out. So I sure. can focus all my attention into <laughs> this topic, into this subject matter, in order to make sure that I consume or extract information I was looking for. Whereas if you have, when you have disruptive marketing, which works very well and should be one of your pillars, it's one of mine and I'm in SEO, you should have a disruptive marketing as well, but you might very often not um, get in touch with people at the right time. So you need to have retargeting, you need to have different strategies, moments, et cetera, where you impact them with different communications. Okay, so definitely SEO should be one of the pillars. Mm -hmm. You also do believe in disruptive marketing. What else is, what else really, and, and let me ask you this, can those work together? How does disruptive marketing and SEO work together for someone? Absolutely. There is a very powerful combination and we're doing this for our clients as well, where we uh, combine SEO with Google Ads, for example. Okay, so Google Ads, Every platform allows what's called retargeting or in Google, they call this remarketing, which essentially means that people coming to my website, I can place a cookie on their browser. Mm -hmm. So then ad platforms, when they are in a different moment, can recognize them and show those visitors specific ads. So if you search for a flight to New York, for example, you are going to see banners and YouTube ads, etc., around flights and probably to New York afterwards. The concept sure. behind is retargeting to the tourism area kind of overdoes it it's, it's not it's it's not doesn't have to be so aggressive we can do this in a much smarter way imagine you come to a site you check something out uh, what is this seo thing i'm not really sure about this and you afterwards you see a case study of someone who uh, for example we just rescued last year someone who lost 70 percent of their traffic and now they get three times the traffic they had before that traffic loss okay imagine you after checking out seo you come across a site a case study that works really well for them imagine after checking out a coach you get uh, you go to youtube and you see a video of someone talking about how that coach helped them get um, their ideas straight make real progress focus on the right things and grow their business imagine that 10 10 days afterwards you suddenly see an ad about an, a free book you can download just because you initially came to this site. So if SEO brings people to the website, when they do a normal search, they click on an, what we call organic or non-paid search result, we can still retarget those people, meaning Absolutely. we can still identify them and then be more aggressive in a second step, maybe with the sale, but first really lead with value, lead with content, lead by trying to get those people into the right mindset and connect this mindset with your brand. That's awesome, that's awesome. Yeah, I, years ago, years ago, I delved deep into the world of SEO mm -hmm. and realized this isn't my strength. You know, you really have, a, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my strength. And so I, I, I handed that over to somebody else, such as yourself, mm -hmm. and now we go and we, we can focus on what we're strong in. But I will say this to every coach, consultant, business owner, most of your business is going to be found through searching. It really is. Most of the people, there's disruptive marketing and all of our coaches, we do it. But there's something when somebody is searching for something particular, that, that is the strength. There's a real need or desire there. And then, like you said, adding in the retargeting and all of the disruptive marketing just makes it 
beautiful. You've got a book that you give away. Do you mind taking just a moment and sharing with people a little bit about your book, how to get it? Absolutely. Um, all this comes from, from many years of working with clients in both within agencies and um, on my own mostly, um, where I saw it's very hard for people to grasp what SEO really is, what's necessary in order to do SEO. Um, and a lot of insecurity, a lot of my clients, when they came first to us, they said, look, I've been spending money on SEO for three years. I don't really have an idea what my agency was doing, right? So they got me somewhere, or at least I didn't drop. Maybe I got one or two keywords ranking higher, which is nice, but I didn't really see a difference in my in my bottom line. Um, I still get more or less the same traffic, et cetera. So we've got a, seen a lot of people that were really unhappy with the agency. And the common denominator across all those was a lack of transparency, okay? Mm -hmm. So from this knowledge, I have developed a framework. We call this ERICA. And ERICA okay. stands for, it's an acronym, stands for Evolution, Research, Interlinking, Content, and Action Steps. And we defined an approach where we take every client every couple of weeks across this framework, across every single step of this framework. Because we know based on 19 years of experience, this is not very important in SEO, but it just shows that I have been trying different approaches until landing on one that really works. Um, we know that when I tackle all those things on a consistent basis, results are coming. Hmm. And this is where I then published the book that's called the Erica Framework that essentially describes how I personally see SEO, how my team implements SEO for our clients. We are roughly 20 people right now, I think, in the team. Um, how we go about SEO, how we prepare a strategy call with a client following this framework. What do we pay special attention to? How do we train their team in order to pay attention to the right things? And this is... Uh, then the book is available on Amazon, but it's also for free. You can download it on my website on seoleverage.com. Um, and get, just get an idea, really, um, download it. It's, um, I don't know, 100 and something pages, 120 pages, I think, or so. Get an idea about SEO in general. I do some a brief introduction, why this is important, a few facts around it, some case studies, the framework we use, and then just make a decision and think if this is something you think could be helping you. For me, it's really, I, I just had another call before where a client called this handholding, right? Mm. So I can hardly explain SEO, like you can hardly explain in, in a few calls what coaching is all about, sure. right? Sure. But I can hold your hand and say, look, based on what we're seeing right now, the most logical step is this one. And yeah. I can help have you understand the situation and I can help you understand why this is the next step. And then a couple of weeks later, we see, okay, now we are here. This is what we just did. This is what's the situation. This is what your competitors are doing. This is what's working for your competitors where you could get a share of it. This is the next logical step. And I love what you said, transparency, mm -hmm. knowing what you have. We live in a virtual world. I have, we have virtual assistants. We have SEO firms. We have... Uh, digital marketing agencies, but we need to be able to see. And that, that builds trust and lets people know. And again, I think having a step-by-step -step process. When I coach someone, there's a big framework around coaching, mm -hmm. but everybody's independent. You know, we have a framework, like you have Erica. We have a framework that we we take people through, but everybody's going to be a little different in that walk. 
So, so your clients, what kind of clients do you serve? Now, obviously most of mine are coaches, consultants, course creators, but you serve in different markets, I'm sure. Is there any particular market you uh, work very well in or that you stay away from? Um, we probably are more focused in people delivering their service online rather than in person, just okay. um, uh, apart from historically a few projects that have been with me probably for for 10 years renewing month after month their, their agreement, uh, which are more local businesses. Uh, right now we are very focused probably on, on business coaches, on um, online course providers, e-commerce sites. So this is lead generation sites more and more. So this is probably the space we, we are in. SEO essentially requires the same steps in every niche or in most right. niches, right? Um, the way how you approach it can be vastly different, right? What is interesting, I think here, um, especially when we talk about transparency is that we are now in a, in a time where everybody tries to save as much money as possible. See, we don't know what's coming, what is going to happen in, in two months, let alone probably not even tomorrow, really. Are we going to be in a lockdown? Can we leave the house? Can we do, I don't know what. Um, everybody's trying to get a very good control over the costs, which is, I think is very important. And this is the moment where you want to make sure that if you spend money on marketing, you know why. You don't need to know the how, but you want to know why am I spending today money on exactly this, right? I don't want to spend money on Facebook ads because I've heard Facebook ads is good for me and that's about it, right? Yeah. I want yeah. you to make sure that on Facebook ads, you are targeting XYZ in this region based on that income preference and you get the targeting really right. On SEO, you want to make sure that, first of all, you have someone who is transparent about their approach. And we have seen that, unfortunately, many companies aren't. And then there is another thing. Uh, we historically, and this is probably something more personal about me, I was always going after the things nobody wanted to do, right? So okay. there was a time, like, for example, it's very hard to create links from the internet right from other websites very getting links from other sites is a very hard thing to do lots of seo agencies don't do link building as we call it on their own i started one of the first link building blogs in spain i'm based in madrid eight years ago or ten years ago just because i knew that all the agencies need to buy somewhere and they then came to me in order to get those links all agencies or not all agencies is wrong many agencies try to limit customer contact to a minimum because it obviously takes time. Sure. It takes time to get to know people. It gets, takes time to get to know an industry. It takes time to really think about what is the highest impact item and justify this facing a client. And it takes, I would say, a bit of courage when some rankings drop to get on a call with the client and say, look, what we did so far was logical at the time, but Google today is taking a different way and we need to readjust, okay? This is exactly where we said, no, we are going to do exactly this. I'm going to do exactly what I know many ACO agencies don't want. I've got probably eight to 10 calls every day with clients. I spent most of my days in consulting calls with clients just in order to make sure we get this level of transparency that I would demand from an agency if I was in, in, in a client's shoes. So if I have a client, if somebody's watching this and they go, I don't even know 
anything about SEO? Like how how many search results are even in my niche? How many people could click on my ads? Would you recommend your book is the first place to go or scheduling a call? Or could, what's the could, be, could be both. Everybody has a different approach. We have people that follow me for a year and human podcasts or shows, etc. You can check out SEO Leverage. There are some interviews. There are some podcasts. Make sure you get whoever you use. This doesn't have to be me, but make sure you build some trust with this person or agency before. Right. And then take the next step. SEO is an investment right? A long-term investment. So you want to make sure that you get a person you're comfortable with and find an approach you're comfortable with. What I don't recommend is to accept that after two or three months, you still don't know what's happening. You still are not aware what they are really doing for you. And on top of that, maybe not even see results. And then on the other hand, you have agencies that use questionable methods to get very fast results but risking your entire website. I've seen yeah, I've getting penalized and disappearing from Google just because an agency wanted to really get like rush the results, did some shady things that got penalized the next day and the domain was gone and the client had to, to redo um, their entire branding in order to focus on a new site because there was no way to recover it. Okay, so really want, it's definitely really heard of based. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the black hat methods. That, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Can someone see results in 30, 60 days in most cases? Or is it, I know it's long-term. It's a long-term thing. You can see if you're on the right track, probably between after two or three months. Okay, good. Um, right track meaning you might move up some rankings from page 10 or page eight on Google to page five, indicating Google that you're getting more relevant, you're getting more eligible for a page one ranking. You're not going to get results so fast based on if you base results uh, on inquiries for example gotcha. okay this is going to take more time right yeah. most seo agencies and i think this is where probably the only thing where we really agree with the other ones is that it takes at least six to eight months as a time frame in order to get actionable results that are really going to help you and then it depends on how competitive your space is we had a client hiring us for promoting i think i remember it was office petitions and our optimization happened to position them within three weeks for something else they didn't even want to focus on. Right now, it's it's a quarter of their entire revenue. That's right? correct. That's because correct. it just happened, right? And this is exactly the same client, for example, where we saw the communication really pays off. So this was an example. This was a local client. I, I came into an in-person visit. We don't do this anymore. Um, but we were just talking about their industry. And we just heard that uh, one of their competitors went broke. So within the same um, meeting, I got the domain of that competitor. A week later, we had a site set up that was very similar to the competitor's site, but with one of the companies of my client as the official company behind it. That's awesome. Still today, this is a six-figure business after eight years. Yeah. Six-figure business with hardly any ads, hardly anything. And this is only possible because you have someone taking the time to get to know your industry, asking you what's happening in your industry is one of the first questions I usually ask on my calls. Just because I know that some things can be leveraged from an SEO point of view if you're fast enough. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Guys, I can tell you from working in this industry years ago and um, also just being a coach, there's so many people. Let me just say this. As a coach or consultant, there's thousands, tens of thousands of coaches 
that sound very similar to you've got to separate yourself. And one of the best ways of doing it is let Google do it for you. Let the search engines do it for you. Let them, you know, and it's just that mindset of somebody's number one, number two, number three, that they're a better quality than somebody that's on page two or three. They may not be a better coach, but if they see you on first page and for the keywords that are going to be profitable, the keywords that are going to be profitable as well. Hey, guys, listen, Gert, I appreciate you so much being on. Guys, jump over, seoleverage.com. I jumped over. I got my book. I want you to get the book, get in touch, follow them. You look at some of their videos. Just follow this. If you're a coach, consultant, business owner of any kind, before you spend money, I've spent money on SEO with good results. I spent money with bad results because I, I was just – trusting a fancy ad instead of getting to know the person. So that's why I'm so thankful you actually were able to come on here today for all of my coaches and all of our followers. And uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Wayne, for having me. It was great. you good. So guys, jump over SEOleverage.com. Also, make sure everyone of you jump over to howtosellcoaching.com. You'll see it in the little banner below. Look at our case study. Look at where we're taking people from part zero income or part-time income to six-figure income very quick as a coach or consultant. And you can pick up our free case study there. If you want to schedule a call with me, callwithwayne.com. We'll take 10 or 15 minutes. Look over your business. I promise you at least one aha moment and we can help you great. And if not, that's okay too. But again, thank you to our, uh, our guest today. And I look forward to, uh, I look forward to hearing more from you. Okay. Let's do this again. Absolutely. Whenever you want. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you. Thanks again for listening and be sure to pick up your free resources to help build your coaching or consulting practice at howtosellyourcoaching.com.